everyone, and welcome back to My Brother's an Idiot. Yes, it's that fun-filled podcast filled with goodery, shenanigans, and sports. Three of us are here. One of us is not. My name is Matt. Welcome. We're so glad that you have joined us. Let me kick you around the rest of the squad. We are short one. Like I said, MJ is traveling for work. She will uh, plug herself in with a couple of segments along the way, but she's not actually recording with us. So we apologize in advance for the shit show that is about to commence. First, let me introduce you to the presenter, the emperor, he who started it all. Milty, what's going on, bud? Hey, man, I'm here looking for a good one, and I don't have to see uh, Michaela's eyes roll tonight. That's going to be uh, <laughs> That's true, but we'll hear them rolling because she's just going to be rolling them nonstop listening oh, to this. We'll hear about it down the road. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's when the editing starts. All right. He's got himself warmed up. You can't see it because, you know, we only just recorded the audio, but. He's got himself ready to launch there, Major Tom. So let me introduce you to the Kaiser, my brother, the idiot. I summon Bunga. Goon! Bird, I have arrived! Hi, out there on the eastern shore of the, the state where Kansas and stuff. It appears that my dog has pissed on the floor because Bobby is making a very evil look in her direction. And so I am terrified because she's got the urine thing out and that scares me to death. Scares me to death. Southern Command, how's it going? No, oh, we are locked and loaded, sir. How are you? Go fuck yourself. Hey, you in the Central there Command. It is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> hey there in Southern Command, uh, or Central Command, what's going on? We're all good, man. We're ready to go for this thing. We're all good. We're all good. Okay, cool. Let's enjoy our holiday. And then once we get nice and fat, this episode will come out and we will enjoy it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. In the words of Mark, let's go. Kicking it off, we are going to play. Do you want to just tell everyone what the fuck you're doing? I'm playing Instead with Evie. Of... Yeah, so Mark's got a stuffed Evie that apparently talks, and he has to squeeze the foot. There it is. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> oh, we are going to kick it off with a little bit of a game that we like to call Old Man Trivia. We have tasked Milty with finding some old man trivia to try to stump me and Mark. Milty, are you ready, sir? I am ready in the central command. Fantastic. We stand ready to answer your questions. Take it away, Emperor. Okay, dude. So what I want to do is, if, if I was to say Broadway Joe, what would you say? Joe Namath. Thank you. If I said sweetness, what would you say? Walter Payton. Okay, so we all agree, you know, if, if I said Orange Crush, maybe, what would you say? Uh, the Denver defense. Okay, okay hold, so hold that's, okay, too right, that's, that's too easy. That's too easy, so we're not going hold there. Hold on, hold on. Mark, Mark, what? I'm not standing ready, and neither are you. We're sitting ready. Semantics. Shut the fuck up. Let's carry on. All right. <laughs> so those are too easy. Right. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to play a little game here. We're going to mess around with some nicknames, and we're going to mess around with some athletic name changes so first of all we're going to start with name changes and what i'm going to do is make a quick statement 
and you guys are going to take a guess. Some of these might be a little more difficult than the other, but you're going to get them all. So let me start with, he changed his name when he was a pro athlete. You can pass or guess or ask a question. I know what this is. Yeah, me too. Go ahead. It's Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Not well, that might be true for you, but that not the answer to this question. Oh, for fuck's sake! Well, oh, that's so that's right. not the question, Jesus, because he answer changed his name question. as a pro boxer from Cassius Clay. I didn't say anything about boxing. I didn't say anything about boxing. He was a pro athlete. He changed his name. So okay. is there is there an actual question coming? Uh, no, that's your that's your job. All right, uh, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. So he appeared in a movie not using his given name or changed name. Is this? Are we still talking about the same guy? Same guy. Oh, you're talking about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. There you go. The rest would of like, would like to point out that Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf also changed his name as a professional athlete. It's probably a long list, but <laughs> I was going for one specific. Okay. I had a couple more. He was a three-time college national champ, six-time NBA or NBA MVP, once called the best basketball player ever. Um, okay, so, so you're going to give us a list of clues that I'll have to fix. Yeah, got it. Okay, now I, I am picking up. Man, trivia changes every time we do this to it's something completely different. Old man trivia. All right, old man thing. trivia. We're going to play this game now, and it's going to be just <laughs> Milty says. Yeah, it's my rules. Dean Martin was in a Western, goddammit. <laughs> All right, here we go. Another name change. Got Pay it. attention. Yeah, well, okay. We're he trying. Cha- <laughs> he changed his name in college. Oh, um, Joe Thiesman. Mm-hmm. Guess, but not the one yep. I was thinking. Uh, Matt, anything? I was going to say Thiesman as well. Okay. Can't stand that prick. Interestingly, he went to the same college that the previous answer dude was. So, UCLA. Wait a second. He went to UCLA, changed his name in college. Yes. <sighs> I don't know. What's next? Yeah, give us another one. In the NFL. <laughs> In 1997, he tied with another running back, Terrell Davis, for the most TDs rushing with 15. Did he play for the Cleveland Browns? At one point in time, yes. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of the effing guy's name. I'm going to kick myself when you tell us who it is. Okay. His birth name was Sharman Shaw. Got nothing. I can hear Mark typing, though. I've got, I've got one more. In college, on his team, he was MVP in consecutive years. Um, yeah, I got that. Right, played for Miami, Cleveland, and Indy. I'm going to kick myself. Okay. I'm going to absolutely James. kick myself. You're going to love this. His name was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, fuck, that's right. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Later, later changed it to Abdul, Abdul Karim Al-Jabbar. Yeah. But it was Karim Abdul-Jabbar. Abdul. A little different spelling. but yeah. And the interesting part was they went to the same school. I think that whole thing was pretty interesting. But yeah. I was not right. who I thought it was. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> well, who did you have in mind there, Mark? 
Did, I don't fucking have any idea. No, okay. I had I had Kajana Carter stuck in my head, and I couldn't fucking get that guy out of my head. Was, <laughs> what, was the, what was the name of the dude that had a two thousand yard running game back year thing, and then played for the Browns, had two thousand yards rushing, and then got signed to Boku Bucks, and then sucked right afterwards. That was the guy I was thinking about. Jamal Brown was that? Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Jamal somebody. Jamal Lewis played for the Jamal Rangers. Lewis, yeah, yeah, he that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now we're going to do nicknames. All right, nicknames. All right. Played in the NFL for 14 years, starting in 1952. <laughs> <laughs> Should I move on? Well, yeah. We, yeah. yeah. In 1952, he was on a bus going to work. And asked to try out as a wide wide receiver. He was given a tryout and immediately switched to defensive back. Is there a nickname in here somewhere? (laughs) It could be, but I don't want to give it all away. You continue. In 1952, his rookie season, he had a record 14 interceptions and was known as a vicious tackler. Dick Lane. Oh, my God. You got it. What was his nickname? Night Train. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I didn't have a shot on that one. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. man, that was just... Oh. There was a, there was a couple of points about him. He perfected tackling of opponents around the head, neck, and shoulders, and later called the clothesline. 1962, he hit a quarterback, Y.A. Tittle, so hard that he couldn't remember any of the playbook. That's what we call a concussion. Yeah, that's what they call it now. That's that, for sure. that kind of thing is frowned upon in this establishment. Yeah, they don't they don't really <laughs> like that anymore, right? So he was, he was nicknamed Night Train. At one point in time, the Washington running back was a stud. His name was Choo Choo Justice. And the next day, he chased he chased him down in one game. The next day, Night Train Lane derails Choo Choo Train. That was the that was what was read in the newspapers the next day. Anyway, so this last one, I'm going to give you his nickname. Okay. And then if you got it, you got it. If you don't, we'll go from there. He was known as Concrete Charlie. The fuck? (laughs) You asked for this guy. Wait, hold on a second. That 100% sounds like a sex toy. Concrete Charlie? Concrete Charlie. That 100% sounds like a sex toy. Yeah. Or or just a, like a male stripper name. Okay. Go on. I think he He's... was running around with Bob the Builder. <laughs> <laughs> you went the way the other way. I did. He is, he is in the NFL Hall of Fame and played all of his years for the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you need to go check on your wife? <laughs> She's fine. yeah concrete charlie concrete charlie okay he was also a linebacker and a center and was known as the last 60 minute man as he played the entire game this is some old man shit right here yeah this this is some serious old man shit jesus christ in 1960 so it's not as old as the previous one in the championship game of 1960 he tackled the Green Bay Packer, Jim Taylor. Certainly you've heard that name. Hmm? Yes? Yeah. Sure. And stayed on top of him until time ran out. 
creating the rule change, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Certainly that wasn't a thing point. before? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> All these rules have a reason. There's only one eagle ahead of him on the top 100 list. That would be uh, Reggie White. I was going to say Reggie yeah. White. Reginald. I, no fucking idea. I, I have an idea. <laughs> All right, shoot it. Chuck Bednarik. Ding, 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 ding. Wow. <laughs> I Google good. <laughs> I figured that. It had to be. That's funny. when you when you type in concrete Charlie, that's the name that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little scared to type that into the search of a bomb. Oh god, that's funny. <laughs> old man trivia. All right. Thank you very much, Milty, for some old man trivia. Thank God good. that's over. But good job. Yeah. Good job. That hurt, Chuck Bidnark. I will like I, I did get Night Train. I didn't have to look that one up. I was looking for a nickname for Gene Mingo, but I couldn't find one. There wasn't a nickname for Gene Mingo? I'm sure there is, but I couldn't find one. Gene Mingo doesn't have a nickname? I didn't say that. That sounds like a job for Super Goon. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just call Gene Mingo the Super Goon? Maybe we can just call him. Maybe we can even get him on the broadcast sometime. Yeah, he's still bumping around, right? We love Gene Bingo. Yeah. yeah he's, our, he's our guy. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Milty. Appreciate it. Let's move on and start talking about some actual news. Uh, the Denver Broncos made a splash over the weekend. Mark, starting with you. Yeah. Your guy, Timmy P, gets the bag. Not uh, two weeks after we were expressing concern that they weren't going to be able to pay him, they signed him for uh, an extension, man. Talk about that. Yeah, uh, I was pretty excited about that. You know, they locked him up. Um, it, it seems like he take, took a little bit of a hometown deal. Um, but I also thought that because of this deal, that the next thing that happened within 48 hours, I didn't think was going to happen because of this. But uh, all is well at Dove Valley, apparently, even though they can't win a fucking football game, save their goddamn lives against a losing team. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that my guy Timmy got paid. I'm always a big fan of those undrafted guys. Um, I've always followed the, the the little guys throughout their careers. So I'm, I'm happy he's sticking around. He's my guy. Uh, Milty, Tim Patrick gets three years, 30 million and 18 and a half. And Mark referenced the next big news that came out. Uh, they turned right around and signed Cortland Sutton to a, a, a bigger extension. Uh, man, they're just throwing dollars left and right over there, aren't they? Yeah, well, th- you know, they've got some cap room and they're going to get a whole lot more cap room in 2022 to start to build up the rest of the team, too. Uh, you know, I, you're going back to Timmy P. He said something, you know, he, he was not drafted. He got cut by three teams, including the Broncos at one point, and he came back to the practice squad, and finally he kind of caught on. And it, I like his one statement. He said, I, I'll do anything. All right, you want me to play special teams? I'll be your best special teams player. And then he just went from there. It's just just an awesome dude. Yeah, definitely got a good head on his shoulders. Um, and pairing him with Cortland, you, know, you get two big outside receivers. I really enjoy what they're putting together. Uh, Mark, I'm going to ask you a question here. Um, so they signed Timmy, they signed Cortland. Uh, who's the odd man out on the offense? Uh, it, it sounds like it's the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
all I'm hearing on the radio today from all the local yappity yaps is, oh, it's time to, you know, start thinking about bringing Aaron Rodgers to town. And I'm just doubling down on this. If Aaron Rodgers is here next year, you're not going to see me wearing any Broncos gear for a while. I don't, I, you know, if they win a Super Bowl, great. I'll be, yay, whatever. But I won't be wearing any Broncos stuff because I don't like Aaron Rodgers because he's a douchebag. Now, Russell Wilson, if he comes to town, that could be a different story. And then the other thing I saw that was a, a little bit of a rumor was Matt Ryan, which I think I said something about Matt Ryan earlier this year, maybe coming to the Broncos just because he might be on the outs there in Atlanta. But um, I, I don't know. As long as as long as long it's not the massage therapist, molester, or the anti-vaxxer, I think I'm going to be okay with whoever they have at quarterback. I'm actually okay with Teddy Two Gloves, and then you just – continue working on the defense and maybe draft an offensive lineman in the first round and keep going that way. I mean, it, they're building some stuff up here and they, they still have a couple of wide receivers that they have under contract for a couple of years too. So I've, they got weapons. Yeah, they and, weapons. Uh, Melvin Gordon's not coming back. <clears throat> That's who I was kind of thinking of. I, I was pointing at Melvin Gordon and then I think maybe in a couple of years, Noah Fant's also gone. Um, I don't think they're going to pick up that fifth-year option for no offense. Milty, what do you got? I was just thinking about uh, the running back position, too. Uh, Philip Lindsay got waived today. Um, he had a halfway decent short career in Denver, zero in Houston. Maybe so. You know, who knows? I, I'm, But I am looking forward to, like Mark said, maybe an offensive lineman. You know, Von Miller's gone. Do you look at the linebacker position? How many of those guys are coming back? Who knows? Yeah, and uh, unless you get Rodgers or Wilson, um, nobody else they pick up is an upgrade over Teddy, right? I don't think Matty Ice is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater right now. Do you? You can't move. Russell Wilson. I said either Russell or Aaron would be the upgrade. Anybody else is not an upgrade, including a rookie, right? I mean, there's definitely an upside if you get a rookie, but it wouldn't be an upgrade to Teddy coming in. So – We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting for sure. Um, we didn't actually put it on the uh, notes, but I also did see that they, uh, the Broncos moved uh, Bradley Chubb um, off of the IR, so he's got three weeks to come back. And uh, uh, surprise, Michael Ojemudia comes back. Uh, he's off the oh, IR fuck. as well. Yeah, right? <laughs> I we forgot about, that, about guy. that guy. He's actually – I like Michael O, right? He, that really, guy, yeah. Yeah. he had a decent – Rookie year for a corner when it was just Michael O and the Jabronis when everybody got hurt, right? Right. Yeah. They Gallagher, just picked on yeah. him the whole time. Yeah, he just got picked and he's a rookie. I mean, what the fuck do you think is gonna happen? I think this kid can play. Um, and having now the talent around him that they've got, it'll provide some some more depth for sure. So I really like that move. Uh the other bit of news, Milty, I'm gonna start with you here. Uh looks like we're not gonna have our starting left tackle again. Uh Garrett Bowles. Uh, either failed or passed his COVID test, depending on which way you look at it. What do you think? I uh, think our backups aren't too bad. Um, I, who knows? You know, Garrett Bowles got his contract. What was in the off season? He got he got upgraded on his contract, and he'll be back. He'll be back next week, or the week after. But I, I think kind of some of our backups at the tackle position are pretty decent. I do think it's funny that he 
hasn't missed a game his entire career, and as soon as he gets an extension, he's missed so much time. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's coincidental. I think it's just uh, – I think it's a complete – maybe I do think it's coincidental, but I yeah. don't think it's actually associated, but it's just kind of ironically coincidental right. that that's it, it, the case. An ankle is an ankle, and COVID is COVID. I don't think you plan on doing either one of those two things. Um, you know, And Garrett lives for tearing people's heads off. Um, and playing with an edge and he can't do that when he's on the sidelines. So I, I agree with you. I don't think this is anything but just bad luck on his part. Um, anybody got anything else? Oh yeah. I do want to add one other bit of news. This was out on the NFL on CBS's Twitter. Uh, the top two receivers in targets this year without a drop. Number one, Cortland Sutton. Number two, Timmy P. Sure. <laughs> sure hands will get you paid, my friend. So carry Tama. on, Denver. Tama. All right, moving on. NFL Week 11 recap. Mark, I'm going to start with you with game number one. Uh, Dallas rolls into Kansas City and lays a complete fucking egg. What the hell happened there? Now, did Dallas lay a complete egg, or did Kansas City figure out how to play defense a little bit? Uh, probably a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Yeah, I think I think you're on the right track there. I think that the Cowboys are very hit or miss on offense, and I'm not really sure what the hell is going on there with the Cowboys offense, but it's like one week you're scoring a million and a half points, and the next week you're scoring zero through, you know, 45, 40, 52 minutes of the game. Um, and then in this game, the, I mean, the, it was uh, 19 to 9, but it was three field goals, and it didn't feel that close watching the game. It was just a complete murder by the Chiefs. Um, the, the, the game itself was really interesting to watch. I, I think Kansas city is starting to pick up that momentum and, uh, I might've been wrong about the chargers. Maybe, maybe my little, um, my little, uh, pick when I was fucking with you guys, when you were really hammered was not very good pick. <laughs> I, I was actually going to give you the opportunity to walk it back just this one time. No, no. I mean, I, I, I'm going to stick by it just because that's what I do. I'm not going to change it back. Um, I, I am, you know, I do enjoy watching Chiefs games, especially when Mahomes is rolling. There's, it's just a lot of fun to watch. It's like watching, a, you know, the NBA All-Stars. And uh, Mama Sue is just a giant fan of it and when she's happy i'm happy because all things are good milty uh dak did not have his best game uh the, the cowboys just couldn't run the football effectively um and kansas city comes away with a big win do you think this is a a sign of more of the same for kansas city suit on the on the horizon you know coming up or uh, is this more of a sign that uh, Dallas is going to start spiraling? Well, I'm not so sure that KC really showed their best stuff. Um, but I think Dallas, and I, I wrote it right here, it says Dallas is well into their pretend season, pretending they're a Super Bowl competitor. Um, I, I just think that, you know, who would have thought that a really great bet, degenerate bet, would have been two quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, and uh, Casey, no touchdown passes and three picks. You know, there's a degenerate bet of all time, right? Right. And I wonder what the odds on that parlay were. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> um, anyway, Tyreek Hill had nine receptions. Uh, it was just a crazy game. I, I'm not sure that Casey 
showed all their stuff. Maybe that's a great stepping stone for them, but I think Dallas is on the way down. Think I think they, the uh, Mike McCarthy thing is headed down south quickly, and I don't think he's going to make it through the year, to be honest with you. <laughs> Knowing Jerry the way we know Jerry, I think Mike McCarthy's on his way out quickly. Well, and that's the thing. That, that's so against what Jerry usually does. Jerry's a super loyal guy and holds on to people way too long. Um, and if he does that, that would actually sh- – to signal a shift in their philosophy. If you watch any bit of hard knocks, you could tell that I think Jerry is over Mike McCarthy's shit. <laughs> just doesn't have any patience for him. So it, you might be right. It could be coming. It's just not what Jerry usually does. There is a ginger on the market that he could bring back to Dallas to be an interim head coach. <laughs> <at the end laughs> <of the> year. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just became available today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Giants fired Jason Garrett. So yeah, that, that's a thing. <laughs> what do you think, Jarrah? Bring them all back. Let's run it back. Bring the ginger back. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to run it back. We're going to run it back, and we're all going to get in the helicopter, and then we're all going to go down to the stadium, and then then, uh, Jason's going to run the team, okay? That's how it's going to work. All right, next game on the docket, Bill – Mark, yes. No, I just hit the wrong button. Do not need to hit that. Okay, I was like, fuck, dude. We just got off this game. Let's get on to the next one. Uh, Next next game on the docket, uh, the Bills – uh, guys, I don't know what the hell's happening here with Buffalo. You know, they're up, they're down. They they get beat in Jacksonville nine to six. Uh, seem to right the ship a bit, and then turn around and lay another fucking complete egg uh, in Indy or at home. Sorry, uh, against the Colts and just get blown out forty one to fifteen. Mark, what the fuck here? Carson Wentz throws for hundred and six yards, one tutty. They score 41 points. The fuck does that happen? That is a lot of running the football. That is 100% a lot of running the football. I mean, duh. <laughs> I laid it thank out you. there for you. Here thank, you go. Th- <laughs> thank you for, you know, being the the, the, the the old guy working on the railroad, laying that out for me. Um, yeah, no, that's 100% running the ball. But the the uh, the pla- the pass seems clear to stop Buffalo. Run the ball against them. Don't give their off their defensive front a chance to get set up, and then put the hand the ball in the hands directly of Josh Allen. Don't let them set up your um, run play action run. Just go after their running game. Let him throw the ball. Just lock down on the outside and let's go and just get after Josh Allen. And then that seems to be that the formula at this point. I. Just run the ball, time of possession, keep them off the field. So, um, what's going on up there in Buffalo? I don't know. Maybe it'll get cold and they'll figure out how to run the ball again. Uh, Milty, the knock on Josh Allen coming out of college was accuracy. And his first year in the NFL, the knock on him was accuracy. Uh, seems like he's slipping back into his old ways and is not very accurate with the football. Uh, do you think this is going to continue or you think this is something that maybe you can get fixed and the, and the bills can write the ship? I'm not sure. I think, you know, everybody has up and down games, but uh, this is a copycat league. And once you show how you can stop a team, the other teams kind of pick up on it and, and show it to Mark's point, Jonathan Taylor, holy shit, 185 yards rushing on 32 carries and four touchdowns. That's how you beat anybody. And there was a lot of noise being made, uh, especially in the uh, Colts country, about um, 
Jonathan Taylor being in the MVP conversation. Now, it's not a, an award they typically give to running backs, although it has happened. Um, I don't really see a quarterback running away with it, as it were. See what I did there? See what I did there? <laughs> um, at last check, let me see. I had it pulled up. Uh, yeah, so Taylor, if you want, here's your degenerate bet, Melty. Jonathan Taylor, MVP, plus 2,000. <laughs> and it was that way two days ago, so it hasn't moved a bit since uh, the the fallout from that game. So if you want to... You know, throw five bucks down. They, they might be able to make a little scratch there. That's that right there for you. Uh, next on the docket is Packers and Vikings. The Packers and Mark's all-time favorite quarterback uh, facing Minnesota and his second all-time favorite quarterback. I don't <laughs> like either of those white boys. <laughs> uh, and it actually was an entertaining game. You know, the Vikings win 34 to 31. Milty, uh, Rogers had a decent game, 30, uh, 23 of 33, 385 and four tutties, uh, but just wasn't quite enough to get it done. Break this game down for us. Uh, you're right. It wasn't quite enough to get it done. They scored in all four quarters, um, but you know, Minnesota came up. They had uh, 16 receptions between Thielen and Jefferson, and they just took the game. Uh, Mark, back-to-back big games for Justin Jefferson, uh, who was, by all accounts, the best-performing uh, rookie wide receiver last year in a class chock full of them. Um, you know, he eight catches for 169 yards, a 21-yard average, and two tutties on his way to the win here. Um, that dude, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are probably the best one-two combo in the league. Yes. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you said everything there is to say about that. So. <laughs> Didn't know if you wanted to throw somebody else out there. Didn't know if you had any ideas. Well, I mean, the Broncos have a pretty good, decent pair, but uh, they're they're not being able to get the ball out because the the offensive line hasn't been that good and. So there, there's some struggles there. Um, that, that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good combo. Yeah, I'll go with it. Sure. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you know, and I, this, this had to have been painful for you to watch, bud. I mean, Kirk Cousins throws for 341. Rogers throws for 385. <laughs> Cousins has three tutties. Rogers has four. I mean, it's just. Your two least favorite quarterbacks in the world just going fucking nuts. Yes, but I didn't watch any of it. So there's that. <laughs> there you go. Yay! Didn't see a play. I didn't see a single bit. I was bit. really busy feeding America on Sunday. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Next game is a, a very interesting result, and it might be signs of things to come, uh, at least for one of these teams. The Texans at Go into Tennessee, and they beat them twenty-two to thirteen. Milty, starting with you, uh, Tyrod did not have a great game as a starting quarterback for the Texans. Fourteen to twenty-four for one hundred and seven yards. They didn't even break a hundred yards rushing, but still managed to get the win. How the fuck did they pull this off? You don't have to do too much when your opposing running back is out, the star possibly of the league. Number one, number two the opposing quarterback throws four interceptions. That's not going to get anything done. So, you know, the Texans, you can say how lowly they are. So if the Texans can beat the Titans, why can't anybody without Derrick Henry? 
Yeah. Uh, Mark, to Milty's point, you know, without Derrick Henry, I think that the, tit- the Titans have been exposed a bit and they cut Adrian Peterson. Uh, where do they go from here? How do they write this and, and actually get back into, you know, the winning lane? I don't know. Um, that game plan is 100% built around running the football and going out from there and, again, controlling the clock and doing that thing. And if you can't run the football, you're you're in deep shit. Um, aha. Luckily, they've got a really good defense that's going to keep them in games. They've got a really good defensive scheme that's going to keep them in games. Um, but they just don't have the horses on offense to power that. You know, you need 250 yards of offense on the ground in order to keep up with anybody. I just don't see it without Derrick Henry. Yeah, I think you're right. It's just going to be more of the same, I think, going forward. They did a really good job of playing complementary football between the two uh, with Henry and Tannehill, and I think Tannehill gets exposed without a great running game behind him. Uh, four picks. There you go. And really, you're, you're only down by eight. Why the hell are you throwing the ball 52 times? Really? Why? Doesn't make much sense to me, but I'm not an NFL coach. Next up, I'm actually going to start with Mark on this one. Uh, I thought about starting this one with Milty, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get to you in a minute. Uh, Mark, the Eagles have a two-game winning streak. They are now five and six and beat the Saints forty to twenty-nine. Break this one down for us. Yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts all of a sudden um, can play football again and <laughs> i'm not really sure what you know it's there's just a lot of things going on there and the the saints seem to be falling apart with their quarterback issues and they're getting a little bit more exposed this and that and that kind of thing and it's it's so uh the the i mean the saints just with, without having a decent quarterback are kind of getting exposed and it, it's clear they are um at a loss without a number one receiver as well um, and then, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with the Eagles. I guess they might be halfway decent in this, uh, this, uh, NFC East might not be out of reach for them. Hmm. Yeah. Melty, they were your preseason pick to win the division. They're still two games behind the Cowboys. Um, you know, Jalen hurts 13 to 24 for a buck 47, uh, but scored three times on the ground. Uh, it was the second leading rusher. They might have something going on in uh, Philly with the quarterback, don't they? Yeah, they do. And I think, uh, you know, 242 rushing yards in the game will beat a lot of teams. Um, he said the Eagles have won two in a row now. They've won three of their last four. The One of the games that they lost was a three-point loss to San, uh, San Diego. The Chargers. Um, I just think that with the Cowboys being a little bit more exposed and the Eagles coming on a little bit, maybe you guys uh, – might not laugh at me so much a little bit in a couple, three weeks. Yeah, we'll see what's going to happen. My my absolute promise to you, I will not stop laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at my pick. Right, at this. Yes, absolutely correct. All right, that ties up our look at NFL Week 11. Uh, Milty, so your degenerate bet last week, you were going to buy some Powerball tickets. How'd that work out for you, pal? Well, it is yet to be seen. So I bought the Powerball tickets, but, you know, not doing that on a regular basis. I bought them a little late for the draw. So that's going to be in contention for the next week's broadcast. Um, I did buy 10 Powerball tickets with the 
with the play. So it was a $30 investment and we'll see next week how that goes. I think tomorrow, and I don't know when this is going to get published, but um, one more day is when uh, the next draw is. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so I will throw this in. I'm going to take the Eagles minus three and a half in the under in the next game. So call that a DGN bet. So I'm going double down. Eagles laying the three and a half and the under? And the, and the under. So are you going to hammer the under? Well, it depends on who I'm talking to here. <laughs> <laughs> We're both here. So be careful with your I'm split the difference. <laughs> so you're going to ham the under. <laughs> ham place the under. Ham place the under. All right. Eagles three and a half and the under. What's the under in that game anyway? Uh, I think it's 41 and a half sticks in my mind. Well, hold on. What's the which one is it? Forty Eagles. Where'd it go? Eagles, Eagles Giants. Oh yeah, forty-one and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had it up and it's disappeared. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they scored forty against the Saints. Uh, whew, that's a tough one. So well, oh, there it is. Forty-six. It's forty-six. All right, you're at the under. Carry on. All right, let's move on to NFL Week 12 and looking ahead to the Denver game uh, this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Los Angeles Chargers come into town, led by Justin Herbert. Milty, uh, how, how do you see this game going for it, sir? Well, I'll tell you what. If they don't start running a lot with Javante Williams, then I'm going to be screaming at the TV. Um, I think that guy, has got he's got the game of the year for him. They're looking at him this week. Um, the team that loses this game is not out of contention in the AFC West, but is in serious trouble. So how do you see it going? <laughs> I just told you. No, you didn't. No, you, you didn't. Said, you, you said if they don't, I will you, scream. And if whoever loses is going to suck. That's how I see it going. They're going to, Javante Williams is going to be rushing 25 carries. And? And if that happens... The Broncos will win the game. There you go. Because we haven't predicted scores in a while. So <laughs> I'll let you ponder that. And we'll come back to you. Mark, break this one down. How's it going to go? Broncos win. And? <laughs> um, the Broncos are going to win this game. It's it's going to be awesome because that's how it works. And uh, it's, it's, it's on the road, right? Mm-hmm. It's here. It's here in Denver. Oh, uh, well, either way, it's a home game for the Broncos. And, it would be a home uh, game for the Broncos regardless because that's why I'm saying it. <laughs> uh, because, 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 because of the wonderful Teddy Two Gloves. Do, 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 do. He's going to throw to Timmy and then some to Cortland. There you go. All right. Yeah, I agree. It's, it, we got to see the Chargers have to start doing Charger things at some point, right? It, it's just part of their DNA. We know what they do in the latter half of most seasons, the last 10 years, is that they shit the bed. So what or better week score, for them to shit the bed? Or they score 145 points. Right. Oh, we'll see. Here's the hope, and I'll be there. My kid's coming, too. We're going to have a good time. I uh, hope I picked a good one.
because I missed the last one. Thank God it was a mess. All right. Uh, we're not going to cover any of the Thanksgiving games because by the time this gets out, uh, Thanksgiving will have happened. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Hey, guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yay. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you uh, guys got good and fat. Oh, yay. Um, let's chat a bit. Don't murder each other at the shopping malls, please. Oh, please stay go. away from murdery shopping mall incidents. Thanks. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> I want to say the hell away from the shopping malls. I may go to Big Bad Baptist Day at Epic. That's what I might. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If a brewery does a tap takeover in... At its own brewery, is that still considered a tap takeover? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, they're doing a Baptist tap takeover at Epic. I'm super excited. All right. Next, we have to talk about Titans and Patriots. We kind of kicked this one around a little bit with the Titans struggling the way they are. Patriots are resurging. Uh, Patriots at 7-4, and four, Titans at 8-3. and three. Milty, how do you see this one going? Uh, Patriots... You know, not that I like it. Patriots all the way. They won five in a row. The Titans are showing some weaknesses without their running back. I don't see it. It's New England's a five and a half point favorite. It's going to go over that. Uh, Mark, it all signs point to a uh, a Patriots blowout, but they do have the Bills next week. Any chance this could be a trap game? No, not with a Belichick coach team. That's not the way they operate. Um, the other thing is, is Belichick loves to torture his old, what the people that he's mentored or whatever in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not really an assistant because he never really coached with him. (laughs) Vrabel's not, you know, I don't think Vrabel's had any coaching experience before he got this gig, if any. Um, but he did play most of his entire career in new England. So this counts and he loves to torture, ex-patriots so uh this has just murder written all over it all right mark's calling for the murder no i'm not Uh, calling for it i just said it's probably gonna happen that way i'm not saying i'm saying you're bill belichick (laughs) murder mike vrabel no No, i'm not gonna say i I like mike vrabel he's got weird things going on in his draft room when he does the thing there's like the dude taking a shit in the back corner (laughs) which still is one of the greatest dog (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Belichick's got the dog, which is awesome too. I love that dog. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, it's all signs point to murder. Murder, all signs. All right, so Mark's flipped the eight ball, and all signs point to murder. Hammer uh, the murder. Hammer the murder. Can we hammer the murder? What some people at the beginning of the year may have considered an a- NFC championship game preview and may still come to pass. The Rams and the Packers are taking each other on. Milty, the Rams have been struggling as of late. Uh, Packers have been up and down just trying to get healthy. How do you see this one going? I see the Rams beating the Packers. The Packers were number one on the power rankings. Uh, lost. Uh, that's the second time this year they were number one on the power rankings and lost. Um, so they're down a little bit, but I I see the Rams coming back and just taking them on. Defense, baby. Mark, Michaela's beloved, Matt Stafford, has not looked very good the last few games. Is this where he finally gets to right the ship? No, and I'm going to tell you why. Because if I don't say that the Packers win this game, I'm going to get a laptop chucked at my head. So the Packers <laughs> will win. That's exactly the kind of content we're looking for here, sir. That is correct. I am picking the Packers all the way in this one, ladies and gentlemen. 
All right, Mark, next with you. Uh, final game that we're going to talk about, the Browns and the Ravens, the battle for Cleveland, which really isn't a battle for Cleveland anymore. because no, Nobody actually nobody, remembers. Nobody, nobody remembers. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants Cleveland, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Cleveland wants Cleveland. That's kind of how that works. Remember when the Cuyahoga was on fire? Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, Michaela would want us to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so the Browns and the Ravens taking each other on in an epic tilt on Sunday night football. Mark, how do you see this one going? Is uh, Jamal back in this one? Uh, maybe. I don't know if they said yet. As, okay, of right if, now, I, as of right now, I think he's still questionable. If Jamal is back, the Ravens win. If Jamal is not back, the Ravens uh, win by a much closer margin. <laughs> uh, Milty, I don't know what the hell to make for the Browns. I mean, they're up, they're down. You know, they win games they shouldn't. They lose games that they shouldn't. What the, what the fuck's going on here? Who's going to win? This I, I have no clue what's going on in Cleveland, but nobody does. That lake up there has everybody all screwed up. It's like, holy shit, this is like, could be a great game. It would have been on paper at the beginning of the season, right? The Browns and the Ravens. But they are only three and two, both teams in their last five games, and they've shown signs of being absolutely terrible at times, and not world beaters like we thought they would be. Yeah, and it doesn't help when the quarterback's wife is tweeting about nobody better say shit about my husband anymore. It's uh, it's just just be quiet, just be quiet. You don't need to be a distraction at this point. Your team's hanging on by a thread. Uh, it either could be great or they could be shitty. Who knows? I, I agree with Mark. I think the Ravens are going to win the game. So there you go. All right. Finally for week 12, Mark, give us your game of the week. It's that time where we go over bongas game, 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 game of the week. Okay, so we are back, and we are going to go with, uh, it is a tilt in the south, but it is not a divisional tilt. It's just tilted south because both teams are in the south, and we are we were promising at one point that we were never going to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, guess what? It seems like we talk about the Jaguars every week, and this game is featuring a Bunga's Game of the Week favorite, the Atlanta Falcons who keep popping up in the NFL game of the week versus the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Currently the Falcons are a one point favorite in Jacksonville. (laughs) 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 And the over under is at uh, 46 points in this one. (laughs) You're going to want to hammer the over. (laughs) We hammer the over. We are hammering the over in this game. Are you sure? Jacksonville won a game scoring nine points. Are you sure? you? Oh, God. They are so bad, and so is Atlanta. (laughs) But I foresee zero defense in this game, and it'll be not very interesting. And then at the end of the game, uh, the the guy who's the college guy who is the quarterback will do another college speech in Jacksonville and do the Duval again, even though – Atlanta is going to win the game, maybe, but not. But, you know, people are saying Atlanta is going to win the game. And then 
that's it's going to be a really bad game. This, this is going to be a really bad game. <laughs> and yeah, so it's the Falcons and Jaguars in the NFL game of the week. thank you very much mark now we told you earlier mj traveling for work wasn't able to join us but she's going to plug herself in with her nhl quick hits of the week take it away mj nhl hockey hits nhl um thank you matt and mark and also milty for the massive amount of work i am fucking doing right now I'm in the middle of editing this podcast, recording live. Going to record a little bit later for this, too. And um, it's just been so much fun so far, listening to this bullshit. Okay, so let's start with the Avalanche. Um, They've been doing a little bit better on Wednesday. They beat the Senators, barely. My God, 7-5. It was a brutal game to watch. Jonas Johansson actually almost got the win. Uh, Darcy Kemper had to go out because he had a skate played fallout but then he didn't come back right away so everyone thought he was hurt and then Jonas Johansson had a 1.0 save percentage for a little bit because he saved one one shot and then went back out so that Darcy Kemper could come back it was crazy um also now some Kadri's on a hell of a tear he's like the fifth top scoring dude in the league right now it's nuts he's great I love him fucking love Nas Outside of the Avalanche, um, the New Jersey Devils put out a new third jersey that is all black, um, has white lettering with some red outline, and says Jersey. So it's just a, it's a jersey that just says Jersey on it. And I can understand that they're called New Jersey, and you know some people, hey, I'm gonna go out to Jersey. Uh, that was awful. That was terrible. God, I'm sorry. That the the third jersey is an atrocity. I like it ironically, but it is horrible to look at. It is a it is a nightmare. Also, if you remember last week, we talked about Sidney Crosby, um, German body or German suplex body slamming a dude. That same guy, like <laughs> he was skating by Ryan Getzlaff, and I guess he just lost his edge or something, and he like fell down and slammed into the boards, and. <laughs> Ryan Getzloff was like, oh, okay, and just walked off. It was hilarious. Um, and the last thing we'll talk about is um, I, I joke with Mark. Mark's ideal house uh, is like all monochromatic black and white fucking freak show. And I call it a murder house because it looks like McDavid's mansion, Connor McDavid. And his house also looks like a murder house. Um, but the Architectural Digest, I assume that's a magazine, did a full tour of his house. And you can tell they, like, opened all the windows and changed the light bulbs so it wasn't so fucking dark and spooky in there. And it, there was one scene where they was like, yeah, you know, I got a really nice view here. And he just looked out into, like, an empty fucking plane. Because I'm <laughs> pretty sure the house is in Edmonton. But it's, yeah, it's a nightmare. Mark's... Mark's house is a nightmare. Well, not his house. I'm in his house right now, recording on his gear, watching his dog walk around aimlessly. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Bye. I'm back real fast. Um, I'm sorry that you guys can hear my YouTube video in the background. Uh, 
I don't particularly, I'm, I'm not going to turn it down. So you guys are just going to have to listen to Dark Souls 3 in the background. I'm so sorry. Anyway, bye. Thank you, MJ. Good to hear from you. Let's talk a little bit about... Uh, <laughs> the, the fuck? Uh, Paul Harvey, you are not. I understand. <laughs> there was. All right, let's talk about the local baseball team uh, just a little bit. Milty, they had a chance to trade John Gray. They had a chance to trade Trevor Story. Neither one of those trades happened. Now the potential is definitely Story and probably Gray are both gone. The fuck is a Rocky fan supposed to think? Well, you had two opportunities midseason, I swear to God. I don't understand the ownership, um, but they lost a general manager midseason or something like that. And I, I, I just don't understand what this team thinks from one minute to the next. We had them winning the Spiders Cup this year. I have them winning the Spiders Cup for the next three years. <laughs> 22, 23, 24. They will not win 100 games in any of the next three seasons. Until wait. they dump this ownership and get something realistic in place. Wait, they're not going to win 100 games or they're going yeah. to They're lose. not going to lose. They will lose 100 or more games okay, in the next season. Right. I, sorry I said that wrong. That's all right. They, they will lose 100 or more games in 2022, 2023, 2024. It's going to take that long before they get something in place and bring some players in with some talent. Uh, Mark... Milty's calling for a change of ownership, but I don't see the Monforts selling this thing anytime soon. It's a fucking cash cow. What the hell are we going to have to do? They're they're not going to sell the team. Um, that so that's kind of out of the question. I've been begging for that for literally the entire time the Rockies have been in Colorado. Um, hey Matt, we're going to pretend like like this is radio and nobody can hear us talk. Are you wearing headphones right now? Yes. So, so the person that's there with you, who's a huge Rockies fan, can't hear me talk. Correct. Okay. The Rockies suck. <laughs> they're so bad. They're so bad. And they're, they're, I mean, they weren't even good at being bad, but now they're just going to let the two best things that they had going for them, besides old man, straight leg Charlie, go. And the only reason they can't get rid of him is because nobody wants that fucking contract old man straight leg charlie with the big beard like we all love him but they're not going to get rid of him because nobody wants him <laughs> old man straight leg charlie he's gonna go fishing in the fountain and they just let the other two guys just walk because they suck sorry that's okay sorry. she's not listening she doesn't listen to the podcast either, so you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Maybe we should tell her to start. <laughs> yeah. Hey, honey, you should listen to this episode because we definitely didn't say the Rockies suck. No, we definitely didn't talk about how bad the Rockies are. <laughs> definitely did not say how much the Rockies were terrible. Definitely. Love you. Everyone Rockies loves suck. you. Rockies suck. Okay. <laughs> well, that's enough depressing shit. Hey, hey Mark. Yeah. Hey Mark, and why don't you give yeah. us the status update on the current state of Pokemon? All right, it's Pokemon, and we're not just going to talk about Pokemon Go. We're going to talk about all things Pokemon. Pokemon. 
So what came out last week, but Shining Diamond and Brilliant Pearl, which is a game for the Switch. Actually, it's two games, but it's the same game twice. They And it's a remake of the uh, old Diamond and Pearl Pokemon game, which is the fourth Pokemon game that came out um, back in the D. This is a update on the graphics, and this is an update on everything else, and it's it's a lot of fun. I, I got to start it, and I've fallen asleep playing it, and uh, I didn't fall asleep because I was bored. I fall asleep because I was near death uh, due to exhaustion, but it was really fun. They give you running shoes, which is great because in the original, they didn't give you running shoes, so that's a nice quality of life update. Um, I've got a friend who's doing shiny check starters and man is he really i mean the the odds of getting a shiny in any pokemon game is about one in 4100 and he's easily over 500 checks right now and so that's all he's doing before he can even get to the game you have like the very first thing you do is you go pick your starter pokemon and he's picked the starter pokemon over 500 times and has not gotten a shiny one yet and he will not continue to i will have beaten the game and he will still be picking starters at that point so but it's a really cool remake the graphics are really awesome uh in a couple months once the new year comes around we will have uh pokemon legends arceus which we are all super super excited about in the pokemon community because this is not your classic pokemon game no this is Fuck off, Siri. Um, <laughs> bitch just has to interrupt. So this is not your classic Pokemon game where they kind of direct you where you have to go. And it's kind of, you know, in the last one in Sword and Shield, there was an open world area, but there was not like open world. You know, you have to go through these routes and it takes you through places where you have to fight things and dungeons and that kind of thing. Well, in this Pokemon game, this Pokemon Arceus game, it is Sinnoh, which is the region in Pokemon for Gen 4. It's that region of the Pokemon area, but it's way back. So it's an ancient Sinnoh, and it is open world. So it's more like the uh, Zelda games, uh, like Breath of the Wild, for instance. And it'll be more of running around, and you get a buddy, and the buddy is there on the screen with you, and... Uh, the Pokemon actually fight you instead of fighting. Um, from what I've seen, the Pokemon actually kick your ass instead of just kicking the, the other Pokemon's ass. And Arceus is in this game. And maybe that means Arceus comes to Pokemon Go finally. Uh, Arceus is literally Pokemon God. Uh, like literally the God of Pokemon. Like that, that it's pretty cool. So... That's what's going on uh, in Pokemon Go. They're doing a thing right now where it's Ed Sheeran. All I know about Ed Sheeran is that his music is very mellow. I'm not going to say lame because I don't think it's lame, but it's just mellow. And he is very ginger. And that's all I know about Ed Sheeran. And he was in Red Notice. And I think they were trying to get the line, I'm, Sheer I'm Ed Sheeran, bitch to trend but it just wasn't funny <laughs> but that's in red notice where he says i'm ed sheeran bitch uh but that's all i've got about pokemon is i'm ed sheeran bitch my house smells like pumpkin pie <laughs> uh ed sheeran was also uh had a cameo in a game of thrones episode just one yeah he actually says that in red notice too don't you know who i am i'm ed sheeran <laughs> 
I'm in Game of Thrones. I'm Ed Sheeran, bitch. As he's getting dragged off in handcuffs. Awesome. No, no. Movie was the movie was decent. Yeah, it wasn't that great. I mean, if that's another episode. Right. All right. Thank you, Mark. Uh, let's move on and talk about the NBA. Uh, some troublesome news coming out of uh, Ball Arena. Uh, Milty MPJ, he of the troublesome back, now uh, has back issues. Um, sounds like they're thinking he might be out for the year. Uh, you know, you already have Joker who's been in and out the last uh, week. Uh, either with suspensions of the wrist and Jamal's not coming back till April. Um, you know, they're still going to play entertaining basketball, but uh, do we write this season off from a championship competition standpoint? I don't think we write it off yet. You know, we'll start. I'll tell you what, I'll start watching seriously come uh, the night of the Super Bowl When that sucker's over, I'll start watching basketball. But I, I don't think they're out yet, but man, we got some problems here with injuries. It's going to be tough. Yeah, Mark, what was the concern with MPJ coming out of college and then he got the max deal? Um, now he's got back problems. Uh, scary shit, right? The kid's 23. He's going to have his third back surgery. Where does he go from here? To lay down for a while so his back can get better. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think he... He's... <laughs> Insert sandbag here. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he chuckle out of both of you guys. I didn't he could go lay down because his back hurt. It's not good. He could go lay down. It's owie. He's got owie. Uh, MBJ is kind of a weird case to me. Like I, he, he came out of college and I was talking about like, I hope the Nuggets get him because he was a lot of fun to watch in college at the time I was living in Kansas city. And that was all anybody could talk about at Missouri was MPJ, even though like he really didn't play that much in college. Cause he was hurt all the time. Um, and then he seemed to get right. And yeah, like you guys said, he got that max deal and I was like, uh Oh, so hopefully he doesn't get any more boo-boos. And, uh, then he got boo-boo. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. Is and right. he's also kind of a moron. Um, <laughs> not the smartest bloke there is. And he's very vocal about how dumb he is. <laughs> so there's that. I mean, at least he's not a flat earther like Kyrie. Uh, he's close. Might as well be. <laughs> Didn't Kyrie Irving come out and say that he was joking about that to try to get that back? No, I didn't see that. He may have, but I didn't see it. He definitely tried to roll it back. That doesn't make him any less of a moron because he's right. an back too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the bit of NBA news this week. Uh, we had Malice at the Palace Part 2-ish. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but... Uh... <laughs> Not even close to a comparison. <laughs> that is an absolutely awful comparison. I know it is. That's why I said it. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, my God. I mean, a guy did bleed. <laughs> he got hit with a bony ass elbow to the face. <laughs> he busted his lip open from LeBron's bony ass old ass man elbow. Yeah, so Isaiah Stewart of uh, uh, the Pistons and uh, LeBron James got tied up under the net. LeBron, I, I don't think it was his elbow. I think it actually was the back of his hand. I think his knuckle caught him. But anyway, he opened himself up. And then there was a. Kerfluffle, uh, MPJ, MPJ, LeBron, 
LeBron, LeBron went and hid, and the other yeah. guy chased him all over the court. <laughs> and he ran into the tunnel. Um, and tried to he, run back out the other side. So Stewart got – Isaiah Stewart got two games for escalating the situation because you're like, I'm going to kick your ass. Uh, LeBron got suspended one game. I, I don't think it was a dirty play, Mark, do you? No. We've already talked about this too much. No, uh, Milty, anything you want to chip in here? Not a whole lot. Even the Pistons coach said it wasn't a dirty hit. Yeah, I I don't think that it was. I mean, you got to be in control of your appendages, and he deserves the suspension. He deserved the the personal too. Um, But, yeah, whatever. I don't even know why the fuck we put this on the agenda. This was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking about being in control of Mark. Hey, Mark. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, let's talk about a, a random Star Trek episode. Okay, I'm going to hit the, the Google button. Then go. Just kidding. Actually, what we did was we pulled Bobby and she picked this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Our uh, My resident fellow nerd went ahead and selected a random Star Trek episode. And uh, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Not we, but she and I talked about this. This may be a, a source of some live casting here soon where we actually go through and um, review more random Star Trek episodes and other thing nerdy because it's fun. Uh, but we have selected for this one. Uh, she thinks it's her favorite uh, Star Trek uh, variant. I uh, would agree with that. It is mine as well of all the Star Trek variants. Uh, Deep Space Nine, uh, Season 6, Episode 9. This is You Are Cordially Invited. This is the one that is, that's is it Season 7? No, episode 7. Is it Season, what did I say, 6? 9. Okay, anyways. This is uh, Cordially Invited. So this is the one where Jadzia and Worf get married. Uh, some, uh, there's, uh, some interesting things with all the Klingons coming in and the, the Federation Bajor and Klingon empire on one side. And I don't think this one, this was right in the middle of the whole kerfluffle with the Cardassians and the, uh, uh, the, the Dominion. Dominion. Yes. But I don't think there was very much that had much to do with this. Um, this one was more about, uh, I think what they called the, the, uh, was this the one with the, uh, bachelor party Oh where they all so good. Yeah. (laughs) That's my favorite part of the whole episode. (laughs) And one of my favorite deep space nine characters. I mean, obviously Galron is the best deep space nine character. Galron goes back to, I mean, he, he has it all. And Galron in these seasons are, is like the completely crazy Galron that we all know. Whereas like, you know, in the early times when they show him, it's like he doesn't even have the crazy eyes yet. Um, But this also has Martok, who is just one of my fucking favorites. I love General Martok. And uh, because um, Martok is technically the head of Worf's house because of the adoption thing that happened where they blood packed it. And um, Jadzia has to then make herself um part of the family by uh being nice ish to uh martok's wife who is a complete fucking bitch (laughs) (laughs) 
this is a real fun episode. Um, it ends up that, you know, everyone gets married and they do the whole Klingon ceremony at Quark's. Um, and uh, uh, O'Brien, who is also one of our favorites, and uh, the O'Brien doctor, Bashir. Bashir. Those two guys. So the Bush, I said Bashir. Okay. You just, yeah. So, but there's O'Brien who is awesome. And then there's O'Brien Bashir who is awesome too. Like those two together with their shenanigans are great. And then they get sucked in with Cisco and Martok and Worf in the whole thing. And there's just shenanigans just everywhere. And it's, it's, it's a real fun episode. Matt, what do you got on this? Oh yeah. I was just going to touch on the bachelor party. So it's O'Brien and Bashir really driving it. Alexander, uh, Worf's son, Cisco, Martok, and then, um, Bashir O'Brien, uh, get invited. And I had to actually look it up because I didn't remember the name of it, but it's called a Kalia. And it's, yeah. it's the pre-wedding ceremony for the male part of the Klingon uh, wedding party, right? And it lasts, and, what, like six days? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you've got Bashir, who's the eligible bachelor, who's just bumping around Deep Space Nine, just looking pretty. And you got O'Brien, the old married guy, but he's Irish and he likes to party. So like, bachelor party? Oh, hell yes, we're in. What they don't realize is that a Kalhya is six days of fasting and bloodletting <laughs> basically just fucking torture for six days yeah, and no like, drinking at all until yeah, no the night drinking. before the wedding yeah, no drinking at all they're like <laughs> fuck <laughs> so upset. They spent, they're like six days in a hollow suite this is gonna be fucking awesome <laughs> No, no. We need to now. We need to come up with a nickname for Bashir and O'Brien together. Like, there's Bashir mm. and O'Brien, who are both. Like, Bashir's kind of an asshat, you know, but he I becomes mean, lovable yeah. towards the end. He's a lovable asshat. O'Brien is always great, just because like everything about O'Brien is awesome. Because right. like in the old Star Trek episodes, he's in all of them. But, like, even his wife is listed before him in a lot of episodes as a guest star. Right. <laughs> so the whole thing is hilarious. Like, Mick Fleetwood is listed before him as a special <laughs> guest star in an episode. And Mick Fleetwood is a frozen fish in the episode. He says three words. <laughs> <laughs> so O'Brien is just, like, one of my favorite characters, no matter what. Uh, but th- we need to come up with a name for Bashir and O'Brien. Yeah, something like like what Benefer, right? Bro, bro yeah. Brian. Yeah. O- <laughs> like O'Bashir. O'Shear or O'Shear. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like Brian. Bro Brian. Bro Brian. We'll come up with something. Bro, bro Brian. Bro Brian. We'll come up with something for that tr- that yeah, duo because they're they are a, they're an absolute blast. And at the end of the episode, obviously the wedding goes off. Worf and Jaxia Dax are married and uh, don't live happily ever after, but for a little while anyway. There you go. Yeah, and, and it is assumed that at that point Jadzia takes two Klingon dicks in her. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I got Milty's attention. I was that's what I was looking <laughs> there for. Was. Going, there right. was. Because uh, it's never actually said in any Star Trek lore in anything, but it has always been assumed that Klingons have two dicks. Yes. Klingons, because of their warrior mentality and their genetic makeup, have a second of everything. Including they, they they never said including they just said they have a backup of everything. So the yeah. assumption has always been that Klingon warriors have two Johnsons, that they have two 
dicks. Ha, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> never in my life. Till tonight, I never in my life wanted to be an alien. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Milty guilty as a Klingon for a day, just running around with no pants on. Kapla, bitches! <laughs> Oh, uh, Michaela, listening to this episode, I never wanted to hear my grandfather talk about how he wanted two schlongs. No! It's so good, though. It's so good. It's so good. Singing the Kayla song and just <laughs> sitting on the couch with his blood wine and plate of gack. Yeah. Go, Kayla. Go, Go, Pants off, just fucking meat hooks swinging everywhere. Dual wielding meat hooks just fly all over the place. The only reason we're still talking about this is because I know. That when you're getting listened to, Michaela's face is bright red and on Discord fucking making fun of this. And only a portion of this will make the podcast, if any of it. And hopefully it's just after the episode. (laughs) Double Klingon dongs akimbo. Oh yeah, Melty! You never knew you liked Star Trek. You never realized that you like Star Trek until right now. Hang on, to have two dicks. (laughs) Melty was so bored through that whole thing, and then I threw the line at the end about two dicks. Two dicks. Fucking god. Damn groundhog <laughs> popping out of fucking the hole for the winter. It's oh, like, so you know, them. <laughs> Not like I wasn't <laughs> listening. <laughs> two groundhogs. At least, at least we knew Milty was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't completely shut us out. Oh my God. Oh, fuck, Jesus Christ, crazy. I raised a couple of goddamn nerds. Two dicks! Two dicks! <laughs> <laughs> Listen to these two assets talk about fucking Star Trek. <laughs> two Peters! <laughs> Boy, I wish I could do that. <laughs> oh, uh, my face hurts. Oh, God, that was good. <laughs> so good. I don't even know how much that's going to make it, but I don't give a shit. Please I don't put- care. Oh, uh, go ahead and follow. Do, do me a favor if you guys listen to that and you like that bit. Go ahead and follow at the nerds that know. Uh, make sure that you find her on Facebook, on Twitch. Um, do all the things they record on Wednesday nights usually. Um, they do a lot of those shenanigans like that. So there you go. Awesome. All right. And she gave us the suggestion for the episode. She did. So. She, did. she let two us right into, right into two dicks. <laughs> two dicks. And I know she's laughing over there. Well, I don't know if she's laughing over there. Hopefully she is. Right. She's got two hands too, right? Right. I mean, shit, <laughs> I'd never leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time you've said that. <laughs> no. No, it's, it's so good. It's, it's one of those, like, you could put it here or you could put it here. I can use it over here. It's, it's a great multi-purpose. It's a multitasker. 
Part of me train. thinks party part of me thinks that one of us is gonna be the dipshit of the week for this. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Like it's, it's we'll have to see what happens. All right. Two dicks! Two dicks! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of dipshit of the week, she's gonna put herself in here. There you go, MJ. Here's your cue. Give us your wisdom and share with us the dipshit of the week. Uh, as tempting as it is. To give that entire conversation the dipshit of the week. Because that was fucking brutal to listen to. I'm sure it was funny for you. I'm gonna go drink some fucking gain fabric softener after this. Uh, don't do that, kids. I'm going to, but don't do that. Uh, I actually already came up with the dipshit of the week. And, oh, oh, God. Oh, I just hate thinking about it. Oh, oh. Also, I do want to mention that Star Trek Discovery did confirm... That Klingons have two dicks, but we're we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. We're not talking about it. The dipshit of the week this week is Netflix for the um, live action remake of Cowboy Bebop. If you haven't yet, go ahead onto your Twitter machine or your YouTube machine and look up a uh, live action Ed and Spike from the Netflix remake of cowboy bebop it is the one of the cringiest things i've ever seen in my life one of the most painful things i've seen in my life one of the worst shot they were clearly just trying to shoot it uh shot for shot like the anime it doesn't work like that it's supposed to look like they're recording in a alley you can definitely tell they're recording on a sound stage it's horrible absolutely terrible i oh so bad oh so bad that's the dipshit of the week. Also, Matt and Mark for bringing up the two dicks thing. I'm, I'm not going to forget about that. Fuck those guys. All right. Thank you very much, dipshit. We will see you next week. Looking forward to having you back uh, south of the border in Colorado. Not in the wind is swept wherever. Wait. Wait. She's in Wyoming, so south, south of the border. Oh, south, south south of that border. That border. Yeah, see? I'm still on two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we before we tie this up and burf, mercifully put mercifully 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 or fluffily put this some bitch to bed, uh, Milty. What final thoughts do you have? I there's not much else I can do. <laughs> no, 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 no. She was listening, and uh, the comments are. One of them goes in Jadzia, and the other one goes in Dax. Milty doesn't get that yeah. at all. But it's so good. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I just uh, that. That's so good. Again, uh, nerds that know for that. All right. All right, Milty, what do you got? I, I got freaking nothing, man. I, I cannot do much more damage to this than what we've already done. Oh, my God. That's funny. All right. Bunga, favorite part of the night. Take it away, yeah. brother. Yeah, there's there's one of us that that's coming down uh, from above the border, I guess, to the below the border, and uh, uh, want to go ahead and shout out again, Bobby, for that wonderful content with that nerds the know. Check all the socials for that. Um, yes, please check that out. 
Um, anybody who's enjoyed the live cast, we're going to be doing a lot more of those. Check out Mama Toaster um, because she's doing some fun stuff as well. <clears throat> um, and we record here uh, in Colorado, but there's a lot of other places that we like to talk about. And hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Yes, sir. Did you know we got a new place? I did. Yeah. For those of you that weren't listening to the cast, and there was a lot of you because there was only like two people listening to the cast yesterday, um, we got a new place. So we're going to go ahead and list those places, okay? And we're here in Denver, all the way to Albuquerque, London, Athens, Amsterdam, Austin, Auckland, Bulgaria, Bogota, Reykjavik, Berlin, Perth, Nassau, Mumbai, Trinidad and Tobago, Chittagong, Tbilisi, Sicily, Abu Dhabi, Riyadh, Ontario, Canada, and Gothenburg, where the metal comes from. We love you all. And make sure you check us out on our social channels on Twitch and Twitter at The Idiot Goons, uh, on TikTok at King Goon Smoke. I did three, two, one ribs, and they were fucking spectacular over the weekend. Keep an eye out for. Uh, the spatchcock turkey that I got coming up uh, Turkey Day. That's going to be a lot of fun, too. Yes, I said spatchcock. And smoked Ralts. And smoked. Well, you have to be here for smoked Ralts. That's coming. We'll do that at some point. Uh, also on Twitter, at uh, Puffalopicus is mine. At Puffletime uh, is Mark. And then search My Brother is an Idiot on Facebook. You can find us all all those places. Reach out. Say hi. Listen to the podcast. Ask your friends to listen to the podcast. Ask their friends to listen to the podcast. Hey, hey, by the way, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What? I have news. I was waiting for this. We made our sixth dollar. Six bucks. It's episode 30, so we're averaging. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we need more people to listen. <laughs> Episode 30. We've done 30 of these and we've made six bucks. <laughs> we must not be entertaining at all. all right. Now, wait. Now, wait. Technically, we've made $6 on 29 episodes. Oh, that's right. That's Look right. On the bright side. There you go. Thank you. Mark with the gilded cage. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, bud. The fuck? <laughs> It's a reference. You'll get it. Uh, well, as always, it has been our pleasure to talk shit to each other. And hopefully more of you are checking it out. And we really appreciate you for joining us. For Milty, uh, Mark, and the absent MJ, my name is Matt. This has been My Brother's an Idiot. We'll catch you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. See ya. Too big. No one knows what that is. <laughs> Everything's fair tonight. <laughs> All of this is not making the podcast, so I'm just going to take it. All of it or none of it? We're, we're going to just... <laughs> Concrete Charlie. I hear you choking. Are you all right? See? <laughs> <laughs>
Michaela, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, this is so good. Oh All my right. god, I'm sorry. I did not encourage that. While while that was happening, your uh, video is much slower than your audio is right now, Matt. Oh really? So you have the appearance of a uh, Japanese dub. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite movies okay that my app logged out and i was actually did some research on this one and was few 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 <laughs> none of this is actually making the podcast anyway so there, there might be a little bit of that cut out i had i so I completely forgot about this segment until now, but I'm going to completely <laughs> wait. <laughs> you are so bad at fucking homework. Oh my I God. I am epically bad, but this segment's oh. going to go great. I'm so glad I didn't stop. <laughs> we got that. <laughs> we got it. <laughs>